Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. One, two, three. It's a hard next life. It is a hard next life. A hard next life. Oh, it's a hard next life. It's a hard next life. It is a hard next life. A hard next life. Oh, it's a hard next life. No one deserves a winner more than Nick fans. I know it's been tough, but. My pledge is we are going to work tirelessly and we are going to build this the right way to bring you a winner. What up, Knicks fans? And what is up, Barry motherfucking D? What is up, Craig? And what is up, Vacation Jason, a.k.a. J. Edgar Hooper? Good evening, gentlemen. Good evening, gentlemen. Okay. How's that? Is that better than not much, Craig? What do you think, Barry? Uh, it's definitely better. So I'm saying, what up, Barry motherfucking D, and you're saying, good evening, gentlemen. Trying to add a little bit of sophistication. A little bit of class to this trash show. Yeah, class to join up a little. (laughs) And I know there's a lot of people who don't listen to this show because of the language. Like your parents or your mom? (laughs) Yes, that's been a hot topic in the family since we started this three years ago. You remember in the second show, I counted all the curses from the first show. If you think it's bad now, you should have heard me on that first show. This offseason is fucking my that life That is up. fucking driving me Every crazy. single goddamn and game. And most people think I'm fucking crazy. I don't care. Fucking Phil Jackson is running into the ground. I don't even know what he's fucking talking about. Who gives a time. shit? No one knows shit about Phil him. Go to Montana. Fired. Get your fucking feet up on Do your, your porch. zen shit. Fucking Houston gets Chris he doesn't Paul give a shit that season. Houston, fucking Ryan Anderson and shit. Scott Perry's and not a fucking just, unicorn. Like, what the fuck is wrong with While you? I'm fucking driving. Fucking what the fuck? Unreal. Anyway, if you like our show, please go on iTunes or wherever you listen. Leave us a five-star rating and leave us a positive review. Right now, the review that we have up there. And you know, when you go to iTunes to look up the show, the latest review is what everybody sees. You Have you guys seen this latest review? You know what I'm talking about? Can't say that I have. The latest review. And I mean, it's a positive review. I like it. It's better than the last review we had up there because the last review, the subject was, it was a five-star rating, but the subject line just said, fine. (laughs) And then it was the most positive review ever under that. He loves the show. The subject was fine. So we had to live with that for like a week. And the review now, it says, I love these guys. They make me feel all funny and giddy inside. Like the first time you had to take your clothes off to shower in front of the other guys in gym class. It's a positive review. So I will take it five stars. But that is the review right now. That is when you go check out our show. It's a little unusual. To say the least. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, if you're listening to the show and you like it, leave a review. You'll be the top review on there. You'll be the top one. Right now, it's about showering with other boys in gym class. I prefer it was something more about the show, but I mean, I appreciate it. It's a funny review. I don't want it to be up there forever. So if you like the show, please, for the love of God, go on on there and leave a (laughs) review. All right. (laughs) And whoever left that review, thank you. But it's, it's run its course of time. Okay. Let's check out the latest review of J. Edgar Hooper. What do you guys think? Oh, you've got another one? This is going to be a weekly fucking thing. I know, Honestly, but are they why not? real? Like, I don't... These are 
I'm uh, legitimately. This is real. All right, Jay. I I've promise you. I'm not to trust you. Well, this I I promise you. I'll even put it up on the on the screen so you can see it. Okay. Do you want me to do that? Sh sure. Why not? All right. Poor Jay Edgar Hooper, man. The freaking scrutiny is unbelievable. So it says Jay Garcia. He's going with Jay Garcia, which I forgot. Oh, and I totally forgot about that name. So so this is for Jay Garcia. <laughs> right. Better, not great, but better. He puts this in quotes because I guess you said this. I wasn't the one ranting about Damian Dotson. He says, maybe I'd like to hear a rant from you. Maybe I'd like to see you cause some shit on Twitter. Then I would think, damn, maybe this guy does give a shit. And what was up with that breaking news segment? Jesus. Uh, um, sounds like you are still unprepared. I got to agree with that, Jay. I had everything right in front of me. I just, you know, that's just my speech pattern. Uh, so here's here's what happens every news segment. I'm going to play a little clip of the first few. Okay. With Jay Edgar Hooper. All right. Um, so... <laughs> Go, Jay. All right, 60 seconds. Are you timing me? Really? Yep. Jay's down to 57, dude. Okay, You're so here clock. we go. Um, obviously, the, the... You got 60 seconds, Jay. All right, so um, going to start off. You're not very confident in your news delivery. It's almost like you're asking us if what you're saying is news. Just fucking get in there and tell us like like you're a newsman. Right. Okay. Give, a, give a newsman voice, maybe. Okay. Right, Barry, what do you think about it? He's the man of accents. You want a newsman voice? I, don't know. I, mean, I mean, just if, if you do it with some confidence, I guess is probably enough. Okay. Listen, I'll just, I'll do what I can. <laughs> I'm, I'm, All right. You know, I'm doing the best I can here. Perfect. So, Jay, the people have spoken. Okay. They're still reviewing you. All right. This is, what do you think of Vacation Jay here, Barry? He's, uh, where are you anyway? I'm in New Hampshire. It looks like a log cabin you're in. You got the wooden ceiling, the wood behind you. I'm out on the porch at the moment. Whose house is that? I don't know. It's the house that we rented for the week. And how is it? It's, it's very large. It's nice. We have our own private little beach at the end of the like. We have to go down the mountain. So okay. Yeah, it's it's nice. It's a it's a big house. <laughs> this is as excited as Jason gets. <laughs> I mean, it's a big house. <laughs> you know, everybody's been going in the water and the lake, eating a lot of ice cream. All right, and here you are with us. That's right. Well, this is exciting. And Barry, do you have anything to ask about this vacation? Uh, I imagine New Hampshire is not one of those states that you have to quarantine after visiting. No, it's it's actually one of the few states where things are either flat or going down. We've only been out a few times, and we've we've made sure to wear our masks when we do. If it's flat in New Hampshire, uh, you you'll probably fit in really well, Jay. <laughs> can I can I give you a, a quick little story here? Yeah. <laughs> sure. On the way up, we stopped at a rest stop to use the bathroom. My wife goes in to use the bathroom, and she's walking out, and she's wearing a mask, and a, a man is walking past her, and as he walks past her, he mumbles under his breath, you people in your fucking masks. Unbelievable. Ugh. Yeah. All right, guys. I feel like it's getting really close to Nixon out. What the hell is that sound? Shay, is that at your house? Is seagulls or something? Those are the, those were the loons. Sorry. What's a loon? It's like a kind of duck. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Do you all hear oh that? Oh my god, they do that all night? No, not usually. <laughs> oh, just when we're recording the fucking show. <laughs> Jay, can you say something to them? To the to the ducks? I don't think there's much yeah, I can like do. Throw a rock or something. <laughs> no, Scare the lake away. is the lake is a 5-minute walk down the mountain here. I got nothing that I can do. That's a good loon, Craig. Not bad. That's all right. 
All right, guys, are you, who, who do you want as head coach for this team? Are you feeling like it's going to be Tibbs? I just feel like any day now the Knicks are going to announce that it's Tom Thibodeau with Woodson underneath him, with Mike Miller underneath him. I don't know if I'm just, it's just a lot of reports that I've been reading on Twitter or elsewhere, and it's all just making believe, me believe that this is happening because we haven't heard anything concrete. Right. Uh, we heard a report that Thibodeau wanted to wait to see if some other openings came up, you know, after some teams maybe get knocked out of the bubble, like the Rockets, for instance. Then you've also heard reports about Thibodeau really wanting the Knicks job. I think that report came up on SNY this week. So what are you guys feeling about that? You think it's happening within the next week or so? Yeah, I mean, I I do. I think we'll see it before the before July 30th, you know, before the start, the restart of the NBA. Um, and I hope it's Thibodeau. I think he's the best coach available. I truly believe that. And if you can snag him, why wouldn't you? You know, obviously you want your head coach to gel with your front office. We know they've got a good relationship there. That's going to be key, right? They got to be on the same page. And, you know, it starts with their relationship and then it's going to filter down to the team. And I think he's got the best resume. I can see him on the sideline, you know, at Madison Square Garden. He's a big presence. And I don't mean just physically, you know, um, being a big guy. But I, th- I think he's going to fill those shoes as the Knicks head coach really well. And what has changed for you? Because I know for me in the beginning, I'll admit, I wanted Kenny Atkinson. You can go pull up my tweets. Uh, you can go, <laughs> go look at everything I tweet. I really wanted Kenny Atkinson. Something about as the process has gone on, something has changed my mind about me just starting to believe that Thibodeau is of all the people they've interviewed, you know, they've interviewed a wide variety of coaches, right? Young coaches who are somewhat um, proven like Kenny Atkinson or young unproven coaches from the Spurs organization, uh, longtime assistants, Mike Miller, Woodson, who we know had some success here. Something about Thibodeau and his success, his respect around the league, um, how well he did with Chicago, how well he did with Derek Rose as a rookie point guard and a young point guard. His intensity, his attention to detail, his great defensive teams. I am the most confident, as time has gone on, I've realized I'm the most confident with him taking the reins with this young team. Knowing we're getting a quality coach that's respected around the league, without a doubt, 100%. There's no doubt about that. Every single other person we interviewed, you don't know. You don't know if Kenny Atkinson is the coach he was a couple years ago, or if he was the coach this year that couldn't really get it done with Brooklyn and the players ended up wanting him out. Right, right. Kenny Atkinson, it looks like his stock is on the rise, right? But like Thibodeau's already there. So I still feel like even though Kenny Atkinson, you know, everything is pointing in the right direction. It looks like he's got the foundation in, in, in his own career as somebody that's going to be successful and we saw the success he had in Brooklyn taking that team from where it was into the postseason developing those players but you know he hasn't reached Thibodeau's status just yet and you know Kenny Atkinson like to me it's like you know the 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 sexy girl at the bar that maybe she's going to be fun you know and and it's going to be like this summer fling that you have but Thibodeau is the one that you want to have the commitment with (laughs) Thibodeau is the least exciting, or at least I thought he was the least exciting of all the candidates. And I think that's why a lot of Knicks fans want other coaches. 
they want to hit a home run with some young coach and, you know, like a, a Brad Stevens from the Celtics, that type. Like maybe Udoka from the Spurs hits a home run and he's he becomes a great coach for the next 10 years and brings in a new whole new attitude and style of play. But there's such a good chance of that not coming to fruition. I just feel so much more confident in Thibodeau. Don't, don't you need stability right now? I mean, it's been so up and down. I mean, he, he provides you with the stability that some of those other people don't. Right. I think that's a big part of it. Um, and it's not like we're hiring a general manager. Yeah. There's only stability, though, if it works out. Well, yeah. I mean, think about how many other people came here, big name people came here and, you know, left, uh, left looking with their reputations much worse. You can keep going. I was just turning my fan off because it's starting to rattle. For some reason, I can't get through a whole show with the fan. Obviously, Jason froze, actually. Yeah, yeah. So I was going to say, I don't know on. if we lost him, <laughs> you know, if he just <laughs> I stood off. up to turn my fan off because... What happened? You know, I'm, I can't be comfortable when we're recording these fucking shows, and it's just got to start rattling. And I thought Jay stopped because I rattled, so I was going to get mad at Jay. I mean, think about that, oh. Tony. Is he still just going? If he oh. is, it's a long fucking rant. This is the longest Jay's ever spoken, and he's not even coming through here. And we can't hear any of it. Look at this. Look at this, Barry. <laughs> I've been talking the whole time. Nothing's been wrong. Maybe that's true, Jay. Maybe you've been you talking. Know what? You're breaking up. Are you there? What? Well, Jay, it really doesn't matter. Yeah, I mean, mm. you're t- you, mm. nothing's wrong when you're talking, but we can't. We don't hear it. So. Okay. Jay's like, I don't understand. Nothing's been wrong this whole time. I've been talking. My voice is coming through. And I hear you fine. <laughs> I hear you fine. <laughs> Here we are frozen. That is the worst frozen still of Jason. Yeah, I hear you fine. Well, I don't tell you, Jay. It's just not how that's really irrelevant what you hear. All right. Don't worry about it. The loons are probably causing interference. The loons. It's possible. Well, Jay, thank you for that insight. <laughs> This is a guarantee now Jay will not speak again until we get to the news in about 27 minutes. Well, at least he's unfrozen. That's right. Now, Craig, do you think that the Knicks really needed to interview 11 candidates for this job? A lot of these coaches they, they interviewed, they could have been interviewing for assistant coach positions or lead assistant coach positions as well. Right, right. That makes sense to me, I guess. I mean, that's why I believe they did interview someone like Woodson. Of course, you interview them because who knows if Thibodeau is going to take another job and you want to interview all the best candidates you can. The when, when I look at the candidates they interviewed, to be honest, they all seem so far off from Thibodeau that it doesn't feel like any of them beyond maybe Kenny Atkinson really had a chance. Right. And it's like right now, it's not like you're trying to snag like the best free agent because, yeah, I mean, are there other teams that might be in play yeah, but you're really kind of competing with yourself. And if you can snag the best coach available, like to me, it's pretty much a no-brainer. You know, especially the fact that we know that that they get along. If they want Thibodeau, they have to do it within the next week or so, I, I yeah. believe. Right. You, you got to get him before other teams start being interested or before other teams get knocked out of the playoffs or before he starts changing his mind. Uh, get him in here. Yeah, because there's going to be other, you know, other top organizations that are probably going to be making a coaching change and it's going to be tough competition. You know what's exciting? Almost as exciting as Thibodeau potentially coming to the Knicks, who Kyrie and KD want to coach Brooklyn, according to reports. As we all know, the, the Nets have signed like five or six former Knicks to this team for this bullshit playoff run that's about to happen. Lance Thomas, I think the latest one. 
They signed Michael Beasley for about a minute. Jay, I don't know if that's coming in your news today, but Beasley was in net and then he wasn't. Yeah. Right? Entered the bubble and then he was out before he even got in. Did he even get in there? Probably not. <laughs> okay. But apparently, according to reports, uh, Kyrie and KD want Mark Jackson to coach the Brooklyn Nets. That sounds about right. It sounds perfect, to be honest. <laughs> I cannot wait to see <laughs> what goes down there. I mean, you got Kyrie, who's crazy, obviously. We've called him Crazy Kyrie. You got Durant, who's fragile as they come. And I'm not just talking about his legs. His mental stability is fragile. Not on the court, but off the court. And then you got Mark Jackson, who's got his own drama surrounding him. Can you imagine? Is that going to be entertaining? Or is that going to be entertaining? Kyrie, who believes the earth is flat, and Mark Jackson preaching in the locker room. All right, guys. I know y'all love crumb cakes. Jason fucking loves crumb cakes. Have you been eating crumb cakes on your vacation or any sweets? Yes. Uh, actually, I have uh, I have been eating crumb cakes. Yes. A lot of cider donuts, um, maple donuts. Wait, have you really been eating crumb cakes? I, that's a lie. Yes. Not not. Clark's and how do they measure up? It's not the same thing. At Let all. me ask you a question. You didn't. You don't normally eat crumb cake. Did the did the Clarkson Avenue crumb cake from the Fourth of July party make you just want to eat more of it, or do you typically eat crumb cake? I don't typically eat crumb cake. No, it it does make me yearn for some of their other flavors, <laughs> so I can see you know. No, but what why the are you eating are like. local New Hampshire crumb cake? What do you mean, why? Because we're here. Barry, is this a difficult yeah. question? Have I not set this up well enough? J- Jason, I'm sure they have other pastries and desserts other than crumb cake in New Hampshire. Craig wants to know why all of a sudden you're eating crumb cakes. It's not just because you're in New Hampshire. I didn't. I'm not the one who chose to purchase the crumb cake. I'm just eating the crumb cake that was purchased. Like the cider donuts make sense. The maple shit makes yeah. sense. But a crumb cake is not a New Hampshire thing. So Craig just wants to know. I just want to know. Are you Why? Why are you all of a sudden eating crumb cake? Answer the question, Hooper. If you can't play along with this, Jay, we're just gonna have to move on. The crumb cake was purchased, and so oh my god, could you be I'm any more the crumb cake? Could you be any more boring? Could you be any more boring? <laughs> yeah, you just I don't know what to who say purchased the fucking crumb cake, Jay. My wife did. Why? Okay. Why? My wife did. Can you get her over Why? here? Why? Because she thought she thought that we would enjoy the crumb cake. Okay, fuck this. This is so pointless. If you guys I mean, want to have the best crumb cake of your life. Don't not go to New Hampshire shit. for it. Not that shit in New Hampshire that Jason is wasting calories on. Go to your Listen, mailbox. I said it's not as good. Craig, how do good. I get the crumb cake in my mailbox? You go to Clarkson Ave Crumb. Is it Clarkson Ave Crumb? I, why, why don't I know? It's Clarkson ClarksonAveCrumb.com. Use promo code HARDNIXLIFE for 23% off your order. They don't just have crumb cake. That, that crumb cake Jason's eating, they've got so many flavors that are all delicious. It's not mass-produced. Every crumb cake is made to perfection. Okay, so check out their crumb cakes. They're delicious. They come in two sizes, the big size and the tiny size. Yeah. All right, so you know what to do. You know where to go. Crumb gets some. How long are we going to talk about it? Crumb gets some. It's a hard next life. (sighs) Bleacher Report released its top 100 NBA players of this past season, and I think we're lucky to have even one in the conversation. Coming in at 91, the great... And the most exciting thing on the Knicks, Mitchell Robinson. Have you guys seen Bleacher Report's list? Yeah. It's his second year in a row. He made the top 100 last year as well. And what was he ranked in last year? 98. He just cracked it last year. So he moved up seven he spots. He went up seven spots. That's right. They had other Knicks last year, right? Or no? Last year? Was Julius Randle in it? He had to be in it. Yeah, but he wasn't a Nick. 
Right, but he was about to be a Nick. So right, he it's, was. It's I a, think he was in the seventies, if I remember correctly. And were they were those the only two? Um, yeah, I mean, although Marcus Morris was listed this year at number ninety-two, actually one spot behind Mitchell Robinson, which is probably debatable. Um, and he was a Nick for most of this season, which is actually pretty surprising because when he was on the Knicks before he got traded, you would think he was a top. 30 player, the way every <laughs> Nick fan was protecting him from any possible trades. He came in at 92 out of one, the 100 top NBA players. What does that tell you, Barry? Knicks fans did not want to trade him for anything. They wanted to sign him after the season to a long-term deal. Right. Well, you also had the part of them that said, okay, let him go. You know, let's try to get something from him. And we, and we did get some picks. And they said that we signed him over the summer. So there's still that hanging, which now, now summer becoming fall, but the off season. Some people still are hoping that we re-sign him. Tim Hardaway Jr. came in at number 80 on the list. Really? I'm going through the list right now, and there's a lot of good I mean, there's a lot of good players in the NBA. It's sad that we don't have any of them. <laughs> because you go through it. And like I said, Mark Morris is right right behind Mitchell. Marcus Soule is 90. Clint Capella, 89. Andre Drummond, 88. Hassan Whiteside, 87. These are good players. Did you see It's 85? also, I mean, it's also a list that's not the, you know. It's not the be-all, end-all. It's not the but, Bible, right. But they have a general idea of the top players. Yeah. Did you see 85? Did I see what number? 85. Jared Allen. Yeah. Yeah, that's just to get Knicks fans riled up. That's all that is. <laughs> oh, is that what it is? That's BR's well, of plan. Of course, they the put Jared reason. Allen six spots ahead of Mitchell Robinson. Like, there's any competition there? Wasn't he, like, 99 last year? Right, one behind Mitchell Robinson. Break. Do I remember that? It doesn't much? even. It's not even worth talking about. They got Jared Allen ahead of Andre Drummond, Hassan Whiteside. Starting to see some clips of Lamelo Ball out there in social media. Barry, I know you got a hard on for Lamelo. Did you have you seen any of these clips? I saw the uh, one of him in the gym where he did that fancy through the legs around the back off the backboard alley oop dunk to himself. I saw that. Jay, did you see that? Yeah, I saw it. I mean, it was pretty incredible. I mean, clearly you can't do anything like that in the game. But, you know, it, who, who knows what kind of crazy passes you could get in, in the middle of a game on, on a break or something like that. With uh, Robinson trailing him on the break, some kind of behind the huh. back or through the legs for the dunk or something. I love the... Like some excitement. You, I mean, I just love the confidence and swagger of LaMelo. I want him as bad as you want him here, Barry. Yeah. I'm not going to get excited about his training videos. I will not get excited about his training videos, but I'm excited about his training videos. All right? There's nothing I can do about it. I want him. I'm going to be disappointed. I want a fucking point guard who thinks he's better than every single other person on the court. I wish Frank was that guy, but he's not that guy, and he's never going to be that guy. I hope Frank stays on this team forever, but some guys just have that edge and that confidence, and will LaMelo be a star in this league? I don't know, but at least he thinks he is, and that's a big part of becoming one. And I don't know if we have that anywhere else on the Knicks. You got a little bit of that in RJ, maybe. Sometimes think we have it in Mitch a little bit, but we've never seen him shoot from outside three feet from the basket. Right. And as dominant as Mitch can be inside the paint, he does not carry himself with the confidence that RJ does. Like you could just see deep down inside that like RJ is so confident, not really about where his game is right now, but where it will be, you know, because he knows he's getting better. He knows that, I think he knows that he can overtake a game. And I, I hope it's not foolish of me saying that. And it's not just not like a pipe dream of mine, but I, I believe that that's within him. Um, and I, I think he's got enough talent 
in there, and I think he's going to grow into that next year. Yeah, RJ has that like quiet confidence, you know, strong confidence. Where as a 19-year-old, just the fact that he was always, always had his head up no matter what. Yeah, and, and look. he did take over in games at times as a 19-year-old. And you got to remember, yes, he came from Duke, you know, which is, you know, the most prestigious basketball university in the country. And he set a bunch of records there. But essentially, he was in Zion's shadow. You know, so it was never his team to lead. He comes into the NBA as a rookie, you know. Um, so I think he's got growth that he's got to go through. You know, he's not going to walk in here and just take the keys of the Knicks, especially when they surround him with all these veterans. You know, guys like Marcus Morris and Julius Randle, who, you know, what's he going to do? You know, he's got to take a little bit of that backseat role. So, you know, it'll be interesting to see what, what this front office does around him to really, you know, make him the best player he can be. You know, if LaMelo comes in here, he's not taking a backseat role. If we're lucky enough to get in position to draft him. Now you're, now you're talking. Now you're, you're looking at something to work with when you got RJ Barrett and LaMelo Ball. I thought you were talking about me. Now I'm talking. (laughs) That's what I thought. I was, I thought the same thing, Craig. What do you mean? (laughs) Nothing. Just move. You're like, now I said, you know, if we're lucky enough to draft LaMelo, we're in position to be able to draft him. And you're like, now you're talking. Now you're talking. I thought he meant that you were coming around to his way what of thinking. What a mess Craig. this show is. No, but like, you know, we, we talk about RJ and Mitch as like this core. But I mean, it's not a, that's it's not enough. And, you know, Mitch, again, is, as you know, with the amount of touches that he's been getting and, you know, like you said, he doesn't even take a shot from, you know, three feet away from the basket. His use, you know, his usage rate, you know, alone isn't enough to propel him as like an essential piece of this core that's going to bring this team somewhere. But you take R.J. Barrett and LaMelo Ball, that gets me excited. I want that aggressiveness. You know, that's the thing with Mitchell. On defense, he's that player. He is aggressive as can yes. be. And you see all that. On offense, and it's half the fucking game, and it's the more important part of the game. <laughs> Right. He is as hesitant as they come, unless he is within a in, in dunking range. All right, outside of dunking range, he's never sure of himself on that end. We know Lamelo is, even though his shot is one of the ugliest things I've ever seen. Have you seen the video of him shooting threes, like running around the arc from like five or six feet away, ripping off threes? Have you seen that video? That one I didn't see. All right, here I'll pull it up for you. I want to get Barry's reaction. Oh, here we go. It's like he's shot putting it from like the mid chest. Now he's you could tell you could see he's very far away from. There the have been line. like NBA scouts that have called his jump shot broken, like unable <laughs> to be fixed type of broken. <laughs> well, the, like Jay said, he is shooting it from his nipples. All right. Yeah, there's like no extension on that shot at all. That's gonna get blocked all the time in the NBA. He's not jumping. I mean, it's going to change during a game, but he's it's pretty flat, and he's shooting it from his chest. And he's, like, flicking it. It's like a flick from the chest. It's like a nipple shot. It's a nipple shot. And if he, and if he doesn't fix that, how many times is he going to get that off in the NBA? Unless he's really far from the hoop. That's the one concern with LaMelo, but, you know, we know that his brother, his shot has not been great, although it's gotten better in the past season or so. Yeah, yeah, and this season he, uh, he was good from behind the arc. But LaMelo's shot is unique, to say the least. But his ability to at point guard is enough to get me excited about those lobs to Mitch and 
that confidence and obviously you know his brother i would love to have his brother on the team there's obviously some basketball pedigree in that family and from everything you hear lamello's probably the best one do you mean leangelo no, i don't mean leangelo speaking of training videos how about that latest skinny mellow he lost like 20 pounds right I don't know if it was ever reported how much weight he lost. I could swear I read somewhere it was 20 pounds. I think you're thinking of the Joker, Jokic. Does that does Skinny Mellow get you excited? You think he's going to come back? A little back bit. And, are you kidding me? You're not over the whole... I mean, we've seen all these variations of Mellow that everyone goes crazy about. Craig, I'm, I'm open. I'm open to the Carmelo in New York. You want Mellow back idea. here with the Knicks. I said I'm open to it, Craig. I said I'm open to it. I see the positives of it. I see the benefits of it. Who you, who are you throwing out at the four, Craig? Here's what I think. Here's what I think is going to happen this year. We're going to get Chris Paul. We're going to draft Lamelo Ball. We're going to trade for Devin Booker. We're going to sign Mello. Okay. We have La Mello. We're going to have Mello. We're going to have Chris Paul. We're going to have Devin Booker. Randall's going to be gone. We're going to have Mitch. <laughs> wow. We're going to have RJ. We're not going to. We're not going to even need to trade anyone for Devin Booker. That's an automatic six seed in the East, and Craig, we're making with the that playoffs. team you just mentioned. Automatic oh, six seed, at least. Of course. That's all you got to do. Hire me. I'm with uh, Frank coming off the bench to score 15 and make All-NBA defensive? Now, now you're just ridiculous, you Jason. Yeah. Oh, that's, that went too far? Yes. All right, guys. You want to place a bet on all that happening or not? Look at this segue I'm about to do. I, I, I can feel it. Hey, guys. Today's episode is sponsored by not just Clarkson Avenue Crumb, but by bettinggods.com. Betting Gods is one of the best-known tipster networks across the globe, and they represent some of the best tipsters in the business. Now, thanks to them, our listeners can get access to completely free betting tips every day without paying a single penny. All you need to do is visit bettinggods.com. That's bettinggods.com backslash hardnickslife. You can bet on all the games in the bubble. You're going to win some money, Barry, in the bubble. You're gonna Have you signed up yet? I have not signed up yet. Well, get to it, man. What's What are you waiting for? You're right. I was waiting for you to finish reading the ad, and now I know what I got to do, and I'm going to do it. It sounds like a no-brainer. They give me free tips, some betting advice. Why not? There you go. Have you guys Have you guys enjoyed Nick's Twitter this week? Was And I guess the New York Knicks just in general we were naming this Ewing Week this past week. Did you guys enjoy a lot of the tweets, a lot of the stories, the videos of the big fella? No. All right. There we go. Let's I mean, on. I saw him. Like, I, I don't, you know. <laughs> you know, Tommy? Tommy yeah. wants us to talk about Ewing Week, which whenever Tommy requests that we talk about something we don't, he gets so fucking angry. No, it definitely brings you back, you know, to... I, I'm, hold on, Barry. I'm not, I'm not saying we need to talk about this. I'm just saying oh. Tommy wants us to talk about it. I'm about to just say, Tommy, we don't need to talk about... We don't need to talk about Ewing Week. As far as I'm concerned, every week... Of the year, for me as a Knicks fan, is Ewing Week. Greatest Nick of all time. Honestly, I love they gave a tribute to him for the week, but it's so unnecessary. That is one player that I will never forget about. All right, he was basically my hero growing up. I don't need Ewing Week. Do Spreewell Week. Do Doc Rivers Week. Do Kiki Vandaway Week. You know, do Ronaldo Bachman Week. I'd like them to do weeks for some of these guys that we don't remember. I don't... I appreciate Ewing Week, but it's the most unnecessary thing I've ever seen. Did you see did you see the tweet that they put out where it was the video montage of just him sweating? Or no? No, did I did not that? see that. That sounds fantastic. How long was that? Seventeen hours? <laughs> I mean, that man sweats like no yeah. player I've ever seen before or after. Of course. I, I don't know. 
If that image it's, isn't it's, in your if you were watching the Knicks in the nineties, you remember Patrick at the free throw line just pouring sweat. He had, pouring he had lakes of sweat puddled and pooled around his crevices of his neck and his shoulders. Oh. Those those Whoever those, was those wiping kids, up the floor. yeah, those kids wipe clean yeah, up the floor. They, they must have gotten hazard pay. They had to basically follow him around the whole court the whole time he was playing. <laughs> they wore galoshes when he was on the court. <laughs> they do not <laughs> players galoshes. do not sweat like that anymore. Yeah, he was galoshes. A sweater, man. Damian wow. Dotson. <laughs> I think he used to change his jersey at halftime, didn't he? I think I read that. At some point, at halftime, so dr- just at halftime, yeah, he was so drenched through with with sweat that he would change at halftime. The effort Patrick put into everything he did. These are the players we used to talk about. Not Damian Dotson. I'm just fucking with you guys. Um, it, what were you it, about do, to say, it, it is like a constant reminder though when you watch those games that like you start to feel bad for him because he never had that number two. That was depressing. That's the past, right? That's the past. Who knows? It was really, I think it was more about Michael Jordan being, you know, in the East than it was about the Knicks lacking a number two. Let's just, oh, here we go. Can I just say, I just pulled up an article from 2002 by David Aldrich about how much Patrick Ewing sweat. No one sweated more than Patrick Ewing. You worried about his health. He sweated so bad. It's just horrible. I'm sweating. Speaking of, I'm like sweating. Like Patrick Ewing. Because that stupid fan, I'm sweating like Patrick Ewing. Well, I'm freezing for once, so yeah. Nobody cares about you, Jay. That's hurtful. Let's let's go through some Twitter questions, guys. That's good old Tommy. If Riley subs out Starks for Blackman, do we win Game Seven? I don't live in the past, Tommy. I'm moving on. Sorry, Barry. Do you want to answer that? No, no. I don't. I don't. I'm not indulging you in this shit, Tommy. And I know that you're gonna rip on us for this. <laughs> Kojami, you can get. Can you give a forecast of what the Knicks' twenty twenty one record would be, and would they make the playoffs if they draft Lamelo Ball? I don't even know how many <laughs> games the Knicks are going to play in Look, 20, okay. 2021. First of all, I'm sorry, but no. Then, as much as I want Lamelo They're Ball, and as much of a talent I think he is, and he's going to have a successful career in the NBA, it's not propelling him to the playoffs. I mean, look at Trey Young, how good he's been, and what did that do for Atlanta? Not much, not much at all. It's going to take more than LaMelo to propel the Knicks into the playoffs and to give them a winning record. I'm sorry. Will it take LaMelo and Thibodeau? Is that enough? No, it's not. It's a fucking start is what it is. Next Twitter question. New York Knicks podcast. A podcast asking us a question. That's silly. What do you guys think of that? What do you guys think of the New York Knicks podcast are asking us our opinion? Respect both ways. What's the question? Well, I do think it's it's humorous, somewhat humorous, if you want to joke about coronavirus, but <laughs> what will last longer, Rose's tenure with the Knicks or the virus? It fucking better be Rose's tenure with the Knicks. Oh, yeah. I mean, if, can you pick a more depressing question? <laughs> Either Leon Rose is going to last a few months or this virus is going to last forever. Or the virus is going to kill him. Okay. And the virus would outlast him. All right. Barry. No? You know what? This that that's a great thing. That's a great little bit for me to get you back this week and to post that on Twitter. No, please. That clip. <laughs> that's not. What you I'm gonna want put to a post. beautiful photo of Leon Rose, like with his whole family, and we're gonna put that as the soundbite. And then everyone can come attack you, and you can lose half of your following. Ugh. Yeah, that was pretty bleak, Barry. It was the question that led me there. 
definitely using that, by the way. Well, if I'm going to answer the question seriously, you would think within two years they'll have a cure for this thing and something to fight it, a vaccine. And I think Rose is going to outlast those two years, if you want my real answer. I think Leon Rose is going to be here a long time. Tommy, I didn't even give us a chance to answer his question, and he posts a photo saying, you won't answer my Game 7 question. He knows. He knows. knows. You're right. We're not answering your Game 7 question. Unless Jay, do you, Jay Edgar Hoover, do you want to answer it? No. Why? What? No. Why? Why? Okay. No. That's uh, it. Brian uh, Mahoney, who is the better basketball player out of the three of you? That's a great uh, question. I think the obvi- the answer is obvious. I know Barry's sitting over there saying like, yeah, it's obvious. I'm the best basketball player. Well, that's what I would say. That's what I would say too. Did you think Barry was always a little overrated as a basketball player? Okay. Because he's not athletic. <laughs> And well, that's true. It's He's basically not. Not just athletic. that Barry. The rest of us are so not. fucking short. Take height out of it, then. I'll take height out of it right now. If there, if we were all equal size, dude, I would school you every. You're day. slow. You're very slow. <laughs> what are you fucking fast, dude? I mean, I think I got more quickness than you do. Growing up, man, you first of all, are we talking right now or back when we were actually playing basketball a lot as kids? Well, I wasn't very good back then, and I'm not very good right now, so. I mean, let's talk about it. Back then, you had to go on a raw egg diet because you didn't have a lot of muscle. Okay. <laughs> what? First of all, that's just simply not true. I was never no, on no, a raw that, egg diet. No, no, we heard it in the, in the tape. Yeah, okay. And <laughs> that has nothing to do with my basketball skills. Yeah, maybe you, would, maybe you can back me down in the post. You were a good post player for your size. <laughs> I maybe I'm biased, but I think I was severely underrated, and Barry, you were severely overrated. That's fair. <laughs> Yet, where do we end up falling, though? Probably Barry. The answer is probably Barry. But I think that we should find out. Can we get this going at my house on the new on the new court? I think we should. I think we should. I think we should have a horse competition and a one-on-one competition. Can we play the one on one? Would be good for Can the Can we show. just go like whoever gets to five first wins? No, let's go at least to eleven. I kind of lose steam after like six or seven, <laughs> but I guess we could do that. See, and I got to get hot. So who doesn't? I mean, who doesn't have to get hot? That's right. That would be that would be some good audio to cut up to play during the show. That would be great. Maybe some video to tweet out. I think we need the video. Yeah. And maybe we'll show everyone that we're not actually fat fucks. <laughs> like they That's call That's one thing we're not. And nobody's on their mom's couch. And we're not old white shits. Well, we are old well, white shits. Yeah, we're old white shits. <laughs> we're as white as they come. Oh, not me. No? What does that no? mean? No? I'm darker. Good evening, I mean, gentlemen, or whatever the fuck you said to open up the show. Come on. I've got darker skin. That's not what we're talking about, Jay. I mean, you're in New Hampshire. That automatically makes you whiter than us right now. Well, yeah, you're in New Hampshire with the loons fucking whistling behind you the whole this show. This is not, not by choice. <laughs> what are you talking Nothing's about? Nothing's by choice in your life. It's not by choice. What are you, you were dragged out there? Uh, with my wife and my in-laws. I'm sorry to hear that. I know. All right, everybody, you hear the music. It is time for the news with Jay Garcia. A.K.A. A.K.A. Jay Edgar Hooper. What else were we calling you? All right. Anything else? I, Jay I don't think Parquet. So. Oh, yeah. Jay Parquet. 
Didn't you say like Jay Vacay at the beginning? Oh, too? Jason Vacation. J- oh no, Jason Vacation Jason. Vacation Jason. Sounds like a hit blockbuster movie. Jason right. has forty-five you, you seconds tell me when remaining. That minute it already started, dude. You got forty-five started. seconds. Okay, so really quickly about the uh, just, I'm going to talk about the bubble. First Jay, off, like like we said before, let's pause it. You don't have to say I'm going to talk about the bubble. Just fucking start talking about the bubble. Right? And maybe you, you maybe you should acknowledge the fact that they don't want to be called the bubble anymore. They want to be referred to as a campus because it's not technically a bubble. All right, just let's go. All right, let's start over. 60 seconds starting now. No new significant opt-outs since we discussed this last week. Uh, There is some news, though, in terms of players testing positive for COVID. Russell Westbrook, I'm sure that you saw, tested positive. So he is under quarantine right now. Uh, Michael Beasley, (laughs) who was signed, one of the ex-Knicks signed by the Nets, actually tested positive for COVID. So he is there and now quarantined and he is done. Uh, It was announced that Zion is leaving for an urgent family matter. You'll have to pass a number of negative tests when he comes back depending on how many days he's gone before he's allowed back in. There have been a number of players that have been quarantined for breaking the bubble. Guy from the Kings, Rashawn Holmes, who went off campus to pick up food. Uh, And then just in the news today, actually, The Athletic was reporting that the eight teams that did not make the bubble now have the option, if they want, of sending up to three representatives to the bubble to do scouting. They can't mingle with anybody from the other 22 teams, but it would give them the opportunity to do in person scouting rather than watching the games on on tv and, and you know checking out the tape that way per you got you got there just in time did you good did you wow. see that uh that model who right when the nba bubble opened up she tweeted out you know this bubble's not gonna last long i'm already i've already been invited inside yeah i did not see Jay, that. you're you're someone who i think would leave the bubble to just go pick up food what the fuck was that player thinking um, I don't know. He said he did it by accident. I guess he re- he didn't realize that he had actually, you know, crossed Which the line. Which is He's bullshit. Added, two players. Because they made, I'm sure they made it extremely clear to every player that they had to stay in the room. And then he's got to stay in his room an extra eight days because of that. So now you're talking 10 days in your hotel room. These are not suites. Can you imagine being locked in your freaking yeah, no. hotel room for 10 days? But Rashawn Holmes and uh, Bruno, where is it? The Rockets. Uh Bruno, what is it, Caboclo? Doesn't matter. The NBA is really going to miss Bruno Caboclo. Unintentional. Again, I mean, how is that possible? Aren't they just bringing food to your room? Why are you leaving to go get food? (laughs) All right, Jay, thank you for that news, dude. That was, uh, yeah, no problem. I'll give you like a two out of ten. Whoa. Is that that being nice, Barry? What, What would you give, Jay? Actually, you know what? It's probably good because it gives him something to. You know, so inspired and beating next week. I thought I came with some energy. There was no uhs at the beginning. Like I went right. Yeah, we got to keep you humble. There's always room for a improvement. two. Is good. You could have at least given me like a four. Or five. We'll get there one day. When are you gonna start working in some like bits of audio that you pulled? Yeah. How about that? I think it's a great well, idea. What kind of audio you want me? Like, are we talking like mix audio? Are we talking like movie audio? You could do NBA audio. There's plenty of yeah, audio NBA clips now with everybody. News related audio. All right, so I can I can start doing that. I'll I'll have that for next. And why well. wasn't why wasn't JJ Reddick chugging a beer in a little mini mini inflatable pool part of your news? <laughs> because you're only giving me sixty seconds, and I'm trying to get out the actual news, not what you know NBA players are doing to. You know you know who's to, listening to, to this off. podcast. They don't care about real news. They just want to be entertained. 
Barry, am I wrong? You think, do you want to hear about J.J. Redick chugging a beer in a little inflatable pool in a hotel room and other NBA players following suit? Or we want to hear about, what was that? Bruno, Bruno who? Bruno Caboco leaving the fucking bubble to pick up food. Remember, you can reach out to us. It's a hardnextlife at gmail.com. You can follow me on Twitter at hardnextlife. You can follow Barry at Barry Dworkin. You can follow Jay Edgar Hooper at Jay Garcia on Twitter. No, no. 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 All right. You want to give your real one? Not right. At Jay Edgar Hooper. All right. If you want to call us, you can call us. 516-33-MESH1. Let us know what you think about the show. Or leave a comment or question. I think, or just leave a review of Jason every week. <laughs> That's it. Just, just leave a review of his new segment. We will play the top of every show. We will play the most demoralizing reviews of Jason. So the ba- the worse they are, the more likely we awesome. are to play them. Right, Barry? Barry, why are you hiding behind the mic? I just feel bad that uh, Jay's <laughs> going to be like a virtual punching bag if you put that out there. Once Thibodeau is hired, what are we going to talk about? When he's hired next week, what are we talking about? We're probably going to speculate how he's going to use the roster. Oh, well, that's going to be Which is a waste of time because the roster is going to be totally different by the time the season starts. We're going to spend three months talking about whether the Knicks are going to be able to draft LaMelo or trade for Devin Booker. There's going to be nothing to talk about. It's going to be brutal. Um, If you like our show, please leave us a review. And uh, that's it. All right, guys, until next time, it is a hard Nick's life. Life. I know. It's like, like you're trying too hard. <laughs> it is Let the it come worst. to you, life. dude. What happened to the Lulus? Or what are they called? The Loons. The Loons? The Loons. Where are they? What happened? It's dark. I can't see anything, so I don't uh, Maybe they went to sleep. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.